Welcome to the Daily Creed, where we help you break your limited beliefs that are holding you back from being a personal and professional success when you master the five character traits of commitment, resilience, excellence, execution, and discipline. You will have the power to dominate your industry and live the life you desire. And now, helping you to grow in every aspect of your life, your host, J.R. Spear. Spear. Welcome, everyone, to another episode on our Daily Creep Podcast. And today, we have an award-winning global TEDx speaker, executive speaker coach, leadership trainer, 7X best-selling author, and multi-platform media host, internationally acclaimed author of Eat, Drink, and Be Merry, a glimpse into a life well-lived and it's not luck, Overcoming You, co-author of the best-selling book series, 13 Steps to Riches, lead author of Hold My Crown, Women of Grit, Share Stories of Resilience, co-creator of Amplifluence, Three Pillars to Speak, Publish, and Convert Your Message. Michelle is the co-host of both the Amplifluence podcast and Denim and Pearls podcast. She is the international host of Mental Shift on live stream television platforms, the new channel TNC and Zandra TV. She amplifies her presence and guides you through the professional speaker process of core message development and signature talks. Michelle's bonus service is to orchestrate the delivery of framework of your multifaceted presentation. Michelle is a survivor of multiple life challenges to include a traumatic brain injury and breast cancer. She guides others to recognize their innate gifts, stop apologizing for what they are, aren't, and step into who they truly are unapologetically. Welcome, Michelle. Yes. Thank you so much for being a guest on our show. Quite the quite the resume. Oh, I know. I just realized I sent you a big one. I should have shrunk it a little bit more. No, I love it. It was but definitely they- impressive. And I'll tell you what, for those of you that are listening to the podcast right here and you're not able to see or know who Michelle is, you know, that intro was just a small little glimpse about who she is and the lives that she's changing, the impact that she's making. So this is definitely a treat for me, but also a treat for all you listeners out there to be able to hear who she is. And uh, if you guys are listening to this podcast and you're listening to Michelle, I uh, highly suggest that you hit stop what you're doing, pay attention, or come back to this later because I know her. She always knows how to tell a story, but she always knows how to get people to think differently so they can make a bigger impact and be better. So thank you, Michelle. I, uh, I'm, I'm really excited and pumped to have you here. Hey, Jer. You have, I'm, I'm, you're setting a high standard for me. <laughs> yeah, well, nothing but the best for I you, right? It. I love it. Okay, yeah. bring it. Well, you know, kind of to kind of start out, you know, I met you at a speaker competition in Pennsylvania, and just from your energy and who you are, and just the, the way that you tell stories just really pulls people in. And it just makes you want to know who is this crazy lady. And, you know, you got the voice that just that just makes people want to stop and listen. And uh, at least that's what it did for me. And you know, the more I get to know who you are in the very short period of time, the more I want to get to know who you are. And it, it just I'm very blessed to have you part of my life and just get to know more about you. And I just know God has big plans and future for whatever is about to come. So we'll see. So let's take it into your story. Tell us our audience about who you are, what you're doing now. Well, what I'm doing now, well, yeah. you heard that laundry list of what I'm doing, but the summarize it all down is I'm prepping for a live stream six continent TV show. And I've got a set being built for me right now. And as I told you when I met you, hello, my name is Michelle. I'm the next Oprah. I am the Blasian Oprah and I'm coming. And they're building my set right now. So at the beginning of next year, 
I will have a couch and a table and flowers and five cameras filming my show. It's going to be awesome. That's what I'm doing. Yeah. It will film in Colorado. Oh, that is so cool. That's awesome. So, uh, and this is the one that's going to be internationally. And what'd you say? It was five different countries, six uh, continents. Oh, six. It's already in, yeah, it's already in multiple countries. So I've had mental shift on TNC for the past two years. And, uh, I think it's got a good five, I want to say 15 million viewers, and then Zondra TV out of Dallas just took the show. And so now I'm going to stream on both. So both stations have my show and it'll be on Zondra TV and TNC out of the Philippines. And Zondra has Australia, all of the Americas, um, Europe. So I am about to blow the heck up. So they took my recordings for Zondra and they're going to do those for October. November, December, and then January, I start my live shows with my studio. That's awesome. So tell us a little bit about the show and what people should expect whenever they listen to it. Well, Mental Shift is exactly what it's called, Mental Shift. I invite people to come on, like people like you, you will be on eventually. I'm kind of booked out right now, but people to come on the show and share what happened in their life, what they did before, what mental shift happened in their life that forced them to move into this new direction. Because everyone that comes on my show gives back to the world in some way. And before they didn't, or they did a very small bit of it. And now after this massive mental shift, or sometimes really small mental shift, they've amplified the goodness they bring into the world. And so I amplify them and share their story because everyone needs hope in no matter what they're in. And by sharing as many stories as I possibly can, I'm, I believe I can give more hope into the world. As you know, our friend, Dr. Smiley, Ken Rashan says, hope stands for hold on pain ends. And that's what I want to do. And that's what I am doing with Mental Shift, sharing stories so people see hope that pain does end and that everything does work out and we can come together with love and goodness and, you know, generosity and, you know, all the good yummy stuff. Yeah, well, you you definitely have a story that led you to where you're at today and you don't need to tell everything, but you want to kind of give us a good overview and just uh, bring the audience and the listeners into your world a little bit. I'll do it in 10 minutes. How about that? There you go. Perfect. Okay. I used to run political campaigns and I thought my place in life was to write speeches for other people. And then in 2014, I was rammed my other car by a car and I obtained a traumatic brain injury. I am missing four areas or areas of my brain, my frontal lobe over my left ear, the back of my head and my two hemispheres disconnected. I sat in my head, trapped, trapped in my mind for two years, three months. I could not walk without assistance and I could not talk except for maybe about an hour or two first thing in the morning. And then my brain would just shut off and I couldn't say anything. And so for those two years, three months, I was arguing with all the inner critics in my head, evaluating how much I did not live for the first 47 years of my life. And that I promised God that if he would just let me out of this prison, I would I would speak for him. I would let other people realize that they were wasting their life just like I was wasting my life and that I would go out into the world and do this. Well, I got that gift. I was able to uh, come out of this and start speaking and learning how to feed myself and everything. And then I found out I had breast cancer and I was told I had three months to live. And most people would have slowed down and went, oh, woe was me. But I got faster. And I went, if I'm going to die in three months, I'm going to finish everything on my bucket list I want before I die. And then I didn't die. And that's been five years ago. So I have now, and you've seen the pictures, 
since my TED talk in 2016, I believe it was, to now have dropped 240 pounds. I'm a 53, soon to be 54 year old woman who was told you're going to stay that way. Your metabolism slowed down. Your brain injury will not cure because they can't fix that kind of stuff. Oh, and by the way, your cancer, it's still roaming around your body. I am younger now, healthier now, more positive now, living a life of purpose than I've ever been in my 47, the 50 something other years before me. I am so happy to be able to be here with you today and all these people who listen to me or who read my books or see me on my really bad sci-fi movies, you know, all those kind of things, because life is too short to play small. Yeah, well. There's, there's a piece that you told me that I would love for you to share because you have not even just a gift to share stories, but a, a gift to really do so through song and through your voice. And uh, and through that experience, you would tell me that, you know, you you came out singing and you just haven't stopped since then. And to me, that really resonated because you not just came out singing, you actually came out singing amazingly. And you actually tie in song with your stories and with your voice. And uh, when I talk about pulling people in, it's not even just the story that pulls them in. It's about your voice and how you actually connect through your sound that really makes people listen. So tell Thank us you. about that. Well, when I couldn't speak, I could not say, I mean, oh, I would I would want water, but I say oh, cylinder. I could say cylinder, but I couldn't say glass of water. Liquid. I could not say water. I could describe everything around it. But if I said, I'd like a glass of water, it came out clear as a day. Mm. But I could not say glass of water. And they said it was because my two hemispheres were disconnected, that my brain wasn't communicating correctly. And so music works differently through your mind. And so I was able to sing, but I couldn't talk. Yeah, that's beautiful. And I'll tell you, I, I ask you many requests to, to start singing for me because you got you got a beautiful voice that just uh, definitely wants to put someone to sleep in calmness and, and it just, it just <laughs> in, in a good way, not in a bad way, but just in a very peaceful, relaxing type mode. And I, I, I absolutely love it. Um, so you're making huge moves when you're saying you're moving fast and you're doing some huge things, you got your TV show and things like that. Tell us about the type of people that you're wanting to help and, to, and tell us what you're doing to actually help them with. The people I want to help, well, I want to help everyone, but who I really want to help are those who are also dominoes like I am, like you are. I want the domino effect. So the people that I'm helping, and that's why I call myself an executive speaking coach, is because messaging is key. Communication is key. If you cannot communicate whatever you're bringing to the world, no one understands what you where you're going. So who I help are people who has who have messages and basically they feel like they're on a mission to do more. I help them with their messaging, with their how they present on stage or on video or where, however. I'm also an editor for books. So I help people communicate so that they emotionally impact whomever is listening to them. Why? Because if I can help that one person and they're already helping 10, they will domino effect into millions. And my I've got to share you what my mission in life is. Are you ready for this? Yeah, let's hear it. My mission in life is not merely to survive, but to thrive and to do so with some passion, some compassion, some humor, and some style. Maya Angelou said it best. I am not here to play around. I'm here to take names, take addresses, and go and bring as many people with me to this wonderful place called joy. Come with me. Yeah. Oh, that's beautiful. So when it comes to the speaking and communication, I assume that you have some sort of process that you help your clients go through. 
Uh, could you walk us through? Well, what I want you to do is kind of walk us through a little bit of the process, but for the listeners and let's just say they're a small business owner that struggles with the idea of getting on stage or talking to their boss and they just don't know how to communicate in an effective way that can help create opportunities, whatever that opportunity may be. How, what would you say to them and how? what could they do now to start impacting and making a better, being a better communicator? Okay, well, that is a very difficult question, but... <laughs> I can answer. I believe I can give you at least at least a tidbit. Number one, when we are trying to make a point, we tend to put everything in our head that we want to say. And then when we want to say it, it jumbles up in our head and we can't get it out right. Pick the top three. Focus on the top three. And when you do present it, don't give the facts and figures about it. Because here's the other thing about communication. Human nature is we react to your body language, your intonation before we ever hear the words you say. So if you come in and you're saying something very important, but you're um, saying it like this because, um, you know, the building um, is like um, on fire. No one understood you said the building is on fire. You see, it's all about the intonation and how you present it. So if you believe in something, bring those three points, know why you believe in it and speak from from your heart on why you believe in it. And you will never go wrong because whomever you're speaking to will hear the emotional, that, that why, that important why, why is it important to them to listen? They will see in your body language that you mean business and that you own what you're saying. And once you get that interest, then they'll say, okay, give me the numbers. But if you come in with the numbers first, they'll do what? Because they're reading your body language. So uh, the the numbers are are skewed now because it changes with uh, technology. But 60, 30, 10. Body language is more than 60% of how you communicate. 30% is the intonation in your voice. And only 10%, and actually I believe it's more like 6 or 5%, is the words you actually use. So when you're communicating, I don't care how competent you are, if your shoulders are down and you can't make eye contact and your voice is wobbling, no one believes you. And so that is what I tend to train is I fix the body language first and then say, do you mean it? Or are you still questioning yourself? There are a lot of people who say, um, let's say I'm a um, physical therapist. Are you or are you not? Why are you ending it with a question? So I work on language and body language first, and then we go into your language so that you use the proper words to use that are natural in your head, not what you think other people want to hear. That's why people get, they stumble across their words because they're doing, um, I should probably say utilize and not use. No, use use if you want to use use. Don't say, well, not use. I have to use utilize so I can sound smarter. No, use the language you're meant to use. So that's my little tidbit. 60, 30, 10, body language, intonation, then your words. Believe what you're saying and your body and your mind and your heart will shine through all of that. Yeah, we were just talking about that right before we got on here about uh, you know, someone giving me a, an intro with all these sophisticated words that I couldn't even pronounce, and I'm like, why are we even saying this or doing this? No one, if I can even say it, no one's even going to want to know or hear what I'm even talking about, and it's uh, it's definitely a challenge. Sometimes people want to use, like you said, use big words because they feel sophisticated, they feel smarter, they feel like the audience is doing it, but in reality, is you're just confusing the audience because most of the population is going to have a clue what you just said. So um, exactly. But- yeah, but I'm think, a doctor and I don't do that to anybody. Yeah. It, the crazy thing is while you're talking and you're explaining these different things, I'm like the listeners on here, they may not, they're not even going to see your face. They're, they're hearing your voice, 
but just seeing how you're interacting, the way you're moving when you're talking and the way your voice is projecting and doing these different things, it just makes people want to stop and listen to hear more. And they're not even going to see your face. And to me, that's powerful because just like what you're saying, it's not just about your the words that you say, but it's how you project it out and things like that. And it goes, goes a long way. So what about fear? You know, people that we talk about the words that you say don't even matter, but it's 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 how you project it and it's your voice and things like that. When you got people that have a fear of speaking, how do they overcome that? I'm so glad you're afraid of speaking. That's the first thing. Because if you're afraid of something, it means you care enough to worry. You care and worry if you are going to fail or not fail. Yeah. And that's where that fear comes in. It's like, I don't want to, I don't want to mess up. What if I mess up? If you went on stage and weren't afraid and went, I'm not afraid. I'm going to go up. I don't care. It means you weren't supposed to be there anywhere. I don't want to listen to you if you don't care. Every time I go on stage, I have a little bit of fear. Why? Because it means a lot to me to move an audience. As you hear, you said with my voice, my voice is very animated. Why? Because we're in the world of technology. They can't feel my energy off of me. So they've got to, I have to project it through my voice. I care if you enjoy listening to me. So if you ever say, I'm afraid and I don't want to go on. No, that's great. Be afraid. Now, energy cannot be destroyed. And fear is an energy. That emotion is an energy. Use that emotion, convert it to, I want to give so much to this audience and I'm going to push this energy out. I'm not going to make them all afraid, but I'm going to push that energy out to them so that they feel this excitement of whatever it is that you're willing to speak about. And then instantly your fear turns into joy and that joy turns into connection to the audience. It's a power. And that's what I'm training at my my uh, my speaker camp at the end of the month too. Yeah, that, that's really. It, cool. it, it's. I wish you could be there because it's it's an an in person kind of thing. Yeah, it's next week, right? Or in two? No, weeks? it's not. 20, uh, oh yeah, yeah, the end of September 2022. Yeah, I'm going to be in St. Louis that same week. Tell us. I want to hear two things. I want you to tell us about your speaker uh, event that you got going on, but also what Amplifluence is because I know that's a big mission. Okay, I know. <laughs> okay. They're actually kind of tied. So Amplifluence began because I don't like to work alone. I like teams and groups. So when I met Ken and he helped me publish my book, Hold My Crown, Women of Grit, Share Stories of Resilience, he said, you need to have a book launch. And I said, not by myself, I'm not. And he says, well, you'll have your authors. I don't know. It's more than us. All of my authors have other books. I want them all to bring their other books. Then we'll have the Hold My Crown book. While I'm at it, I'm going to invite all the other authors I know. And then Ken said, invite a hundred of them. Well, 50 showed up and I had them all on tables and they were all talking, uh, sharing their books and everything. And I realized they're just sitting there. A lot of authors are introverts. They were all just sitting there. So I said, how do we get them to talk about their books? So I got a mic and I asked each author to come up and speak for two minutes about why they wrote their book and what impact they were going to give by sharing this book to the world. Mm-hmm. That's what my old, that's what my unapologetic speaker camp is about. I'm an amazing evaluator. It's what I do. I hear words, I see them, I rearrange them, and I make them more impactful. So I was doing that to the authors as they came off stage. I would tell them, okay, make sure you say this and put this. And, you know, I was fixing it. So my unapologetic speaker boot camp, I'm bringing people in and saying, you've got seven minutes on stage to share your message. And live on stage, right after you talk, I'm going to stop you, arrange you, now do it again. 
and I'm ha- I have a film crew. I've got Ken taking pictures and I've got an audio guy taking just the sound bits. And so I, what I'm telling the people who are coming is I want you to be afraid. I want you to be excitedly afraid because what we're doing is we're capturing mini clips so that they can make social media posts about whatever they're talking about on stage. We can take the videos and do the same thing and put them on training sessions for, or introduce their training online, taking the audio so they can make little memes. This is all the thing. These are all the things that I found out I needed later as a professional speaker that I did not have. So by helping people who are newer in the game get to where I already am and know what to expect, I'm basically pushing them ahead of the game of all the other new speakers out there. And then, of course, they're in my my realm. And once you're in my realm, I take care of my tribe. So they tied. I noticed that authors did not know how to speak about their own book. Then I realized pretty much everyone in the business world I've ever met did not know how to speak about what their passion was. And so I put together this this camp, this unapologetic, stop apologizing for what you're not, embrace who you are, be the best version of you, know your product, know why you love it and share why you love it. And people will come to you like in droves. So how does that tie in with Amplifluence? Because Amplifluence does the same thing. Amplifluence, we go from city to city, we get invited to cities, but we go from city to city and we reinvent. We we that, that 100 author book event that I did, Mm-hmm. That's really what Amplifluence is. Okay. But in Amplifluence, we we have the authors with their books. So get this. you If you are an author, you need to know how to speak about it. Okay. If you're a speaker, you better have a book. But if you're a author and a speaker and you don't know how to do the other two, the other, the other thing, you need to learn them. And that's what we're there for. I can teach you how to speak. Ken can get you published. The third bit of it is Speakers and authors are great by themselves, but they don't know how to make money. They don't know how to monetize what they do. So in Amplifluence, it's the three pillars of success. You need to be able to speak about it. You need to be seen as the expert in it as writing a book. And then the third is monetizing by that CRM, what you do, you know, getting that funnel together so that you can grab all these people that are coming to you in the different directions so that you can become the expert, the known expert in whatever field you've chosen to be in. That's what Amplifluence is. Well, I'm looking for my invite to be a part of it. So, Oh, you will. Don't worry. We've already talked about you because we go from city to city and it's, it's the future. Everyone writes books. Everyone says they're a speaker, but they don't do all three. Hmm. And like in my cases, I've noticed as you know, a speaker, I'm moving into TV and things like that. But if anything ever happens to me, my business will go away. If it wasn't for the funnel that keeps people going into my courses and things like that, Michelle Moross Inc. goes away without me. So what are you doing about your business? Are you making a legacy of it? Are you keeping it afloat? Because JR, you do the things to help businesses stay afloat. I appreciate that. I try. That's kind of my mission. So doing everything mm-hmm. I can. So we're watching you. <laughs> well, I'm bugging Ken every day. So we'll uh, see see where it goes. Um, so the big question that I ask everyone when they come on my show is, what is your creed? Meaning, what is the one thing that you're most committed to? That you'll be resilient even through the most difficult times. You'll show up every day giving your best and have the mental and physical discipline to complete your mission. So, Dr. Moraz, what is your creed? Well, my creed was the mission in life is not merely to survive. But the one that actually got me started, I think I wrote it right after my brain injury. When I came out of it, I said, um, my creed is change is not, it's not even if it's a creed. It's more of my, my, my thing. 
change is an emotional journey. It's not rainbows and butterflies in a field of daisies. It's, it hurts. <laughs> it's uncomfortable. And it forces you to evaluate who you are, but the beauties and the possibilities. So my creed is power through the pain because who you are, what it creates afterwards is the gift you're supposed to be bringing to the world. Mm. It's like childbirth. It's got to hurt, but it's worth it. That's so good. I love that. So what is the, what is the best way for our audience to get in touch with you? Hi, my name is Michelle Moross. I have a brain injury, so I make everything as easy as possible. Go to my website, Michelle, M-I-C-H-E-L-L-E-M-R-A-S.com. Every button to find me is there. Every link to hear me speak, every talk, you name it. Um, soon it will have my, you'll like to hear this, my record album by the end of the year. Heck yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm building one, but everything is on my website. And then there's like a free gift. I have a book on there. That's a free gift. And I have my, my, my speaker camp pop up on that too, but everywhere I am, it shows up on that on that site, everything I do. Very cool. We'll definitely be putting your website underneath uh, the show notes so people can be able to get it and learn from it and, and be able to uh, you know find you directly on there. So thank you so much, Dr. Mass, for being here on our show and for being a guest. You definitely are a blessing every opportunity that I get to speak with you. So I'm very blessed. I'm very thankful to be able to have met you and have you part of my life and look forward to seeing what God has in store for the future for us. So until next time, simplify. Thank you for listening to the Daily Creed Podcast Show with J.R. Spear. If you want to get more leads and grow your business, head over to fitprofunnels.com to get your free gift today. That's fitprofunnels.com. And to connect with JR online, check him out on Facebook at jr.spear.3. Or feel free to join the Facebook group at Fit Pro Funnels. And you can also find him on Instagram at jr.spear. 